tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the show. Welcome, Outcast. Good to have you on board. Thanks for checking out the big show. Hmm. Have you heard about this thing called monkeypox? Got some breaking news for you. Apparently, monkeypox has four sources, and it's only from these four sources where you'll find monkeypox. Source number one, Davy Jones. Source number two, Peter Tork. Source number three, Michael Nesmith. And source number four, Mickey Dolenz. These four are the four sources of the monkeypox. Here we come, walking down the street. Get the craziest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeypox. Actually, Mickey Dolenz is the only monkey left that's living. Davy Jones, Peter Tork, Michael Nesmith, all gone. Michael Nesmith's mother invented liquid paper. You remember that? Needless to say, he was a multimillionaire. So the drummer, Mickey Dolenz, is the only living member of the monkeypox. I mean, of the monkeys. Smart device, COVID test sends data directly to CDC and other federal and state agencies. Didn't hear about this one until about an hour ago. It's from a website called qhealth.com, C-U-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. A Bluetooth-operated molecular COVID-19 test called Q is being promoted by companies like Google, the NBA, Netflix, and others to get people accustomed to constantly checking themselves for viruses and sending their health data directly to the government. In February, an advertisement for the device shows a young boy testing for COVID after learning his friend had tested positive. When the boy's mother turns on the Q device, other smart devices in the home begin talking to the new gadget. In the end, the new technology sends a text to the child informing him he tested negative. The Q website advertises the devices as reliable, easy-to-use COVID-19 tests with PCR-quality tests resulting from, well, being delivered right to your mobile device within 20 minutes. No lab visit, no lines, no second-guessing your results. However, many people may not be aware or care about is that the tech is sending personal health data to the CDC and other federal agencies and state agencies. A fact sheet for healthcare professionals accompanying the device says, quote, the Q healthcare mobile application app automatically reports test results according to reporting guidelines of the appropriate public health authorities. The Q health app privacy policy says the company may share your personal information to report to the CDC and other federal agencies or state government agencies as required for public health surveillance and related purposes. This all from Colleen McBreen. The commercial itself is beyond creepy. It starts off with the mother telling her little son, who looks to be about nine years old, that his friend tested positive. They didn't say, or she didn't say, rather, what he tested positive for. This way they can leave it open for, you know, monkeypox. 
and then the test comes back and the kid is relieved that he doesn't have what his friend had. However, as soon as this little box, which looks kind of like Alexa, but in a cube shape, a Q, it looks like, you know when you play pool, it looks like the Q, the little square chalk, only a lot larger. Let's give the commercial a listen. Go ahead, Mike. Andy, Justin tested positive. Let's do a Q test. Okay. Whoa. What is that? Who is this new device? I'm Q, and I'm here to protect the family. Hey, that's my job. I'm a smart home testing lab. I'm fast and super accurate. Please be negative. Don't worry, I got this. Whoa! Shh, they're coming. Yes! We're really warming up to you, Q. Just wait till you see what else I can do. Nothing like 1984 with cute, bubbly music underneath. What you see in the commercial is a mother walks up to the kid and says, you know, her friend tested, his friend tested positive. So they stick this device into this cue, again, like a cue you use to play pool. And then all of a sudden, of course, all the other smart devices in the home begin talking to each other. Oh, I thought I was supposed to take care of this. No, I got this. And then at the end, it comes back that little Bobby is negative. My question is, what if little Bobby came back positive? Does the little child freak out at that point? Of course he does. He's a kid. 1984, baby. By the way, the uh, World Health Organization is pretty much getting rid of, I guess you could call it, what little uh, freedom we have left. Oh, you haven't heard about this one? Of course you have. That's why you tune into the show. It's a 56-page World Health Organization who, downloadable PDF file, is called Ninth Meeting of the Working Group on Strengthening Who Preparedness in Response to Health Emergencies. Essentially, the document gives the World Health Organization authority to declare whatever they want to declare, whenever they want to declare it, for every country on the flat plain, including the United States. If you'll remember a few months ago, when Slippers tried to slip in OSHA as the authority to assure that any country, or rather company, with over 100 employees gets the jab. Well, now the WHO is going to do what OSHA couldn't do for the entire world, and it's already being passed. We are in the last days, you know that, right? Right. That's why this stuff doesn't really bug me that much. I'm just used to it. Doing it a long time. This one, I don't know if it's even true, but it's pretty funny. Headline. Cemetery filled with Bluetooth signals as dead vaccinated emit MAC addresses from the grave. Are you not totally shocked and outraged this is happening? This is also evidence that the ingredients in the vax are not regular vax ingredients. Really a Ted Kennedy moment? That's what I get for eating oatmeal before the show. Something sinister and diabolical is going on in this article. 
that may have something to do with creating the new human species that is connected to the Internet of Things. Are those bodies in the grave even human, or were they converted into things? So apparently, this is from bestnewshere.com. I cannot vouch for the validity of it, but it is pretty funny. If it's true, who knows? Who knows anything anymore? Cemetery filled with Bluetooth signals as the dead vaccinated admit MAC addresses from the grave. I'm feeling much better. Scientists created the world's tiniest antenna using DNA, confirming what has been talked about on this show for probably a year. This idea of the graphene oxide actually working with the hemoglobin in these nanobots building antennas inside of people. In recent years, scientists realized that DNA could be used to build a variety of nanostructures and nanomachines. In a new study, and I doubt it is a new study, since it's already being implemented, allegedly, scientists at the University of Montreal have used DNA to build the world's tiniest antenna. They created this nano antenna to monitor the structural change of proteins over time. The DNA-based fluorescent nano antenna, can anyone say luciferase, was built by taking inspiration from the Lego-like properties of DNA. The nano antenna can help scientists characterize the function of proteins. Chemistry professor Alexis Belise said, like a two-way radio that can both receive and transmit radio waves, the fluorescent nano antenna receives light in one color or wavelength, and depending on the protein movement it senses, then transmits light back to another color, which we can detect. One of the main innovations of these nano antennae is that the receiver part of the antenna is also employed to sense the molecular surface of the protein studied by molecular interaction. The DNA-based nano antennas can be synthesized with different lengths and flexibilities to optimize their function. In other words, they can bend. They're not a straight antenna like a radio transmitter. And that's shown with the graphene oxide when it is affected by different frequencies. One can easily attach a fluorescent molecule to the DNA and then attach the fluorescent nanotenon itself to the biological nanomachine, such as an enzyme. I think this has been going on for a lot longer than they admit. Just ask the people in the graves. Slippers praises high prices as part of incredible transition. Out of touch as ever, President Slippers celebrated record high gas prices today, gushing that the pump pain was part of an incredible transition of the U.S. economy away from fossil fuels. Said Slippers, quote, when it comes to gas prices, oh wait, when it comes to gas prices, we're going through an incredible transition that's taking place that God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over. Come on, man. Cut out the malarkey. Slippers said during a press conference in Japan, Following his meeting with a prime minister whose name he probably mispronounced, the slipper then insisted that his administration's actions, rather than increasing the price of gas, 
had actually been able to keep it from getting worse and is bad, said Slippers. Only then did Slippers pay lip service to millions of Americans who have found themselves spending thousands of extra dollars to fuel up their vehicles. The price of gas at the pump is something that I told you. Come on, man. You heard me say it before. It would be a matter of great discussion at my kitchen table when I was a kid growing up. I remember corn pop. Sometimes when I'd go swimming in the pool, my hairs on my leg would stand up. Now my hairs are white. Don't have a lot of hair on my leg, but I got a few. Where am I? Damn you clouds. Did I win the election? What's that smell? Did you crap your pants or did I? Oh, boy. At my uh, job. <laughs> nice segue. I'm going on vacation, I think the first, second week of June, probably for two or three weeks. Whether I do the show the whole time really depends on if I take a road trip, kind of play it day by day. At my uh, job, you know, I work as a broker in the trucking industry. And I have to talk to people. I really don't like that. I don't like, I don't like talking to people. And uh, the other day, I, I got a call from uh, a guy who checked off all the boxes. Have you ever interacted with anybody in your life who checks off all the boxes? The annoying boxes? All of them? Obviously, this is a high-tech business, and everyone is emailing. Except this guy who called in. Hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, good. What, what, what can I help you with? Yeah, I, I need, um, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, I need to uh, schedule UPS shipment. Okay, okay. Uh, you mean small package or LTL? A small package, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 a small package. So he begins to give me all the details. First of all, he should be doing that himself. There's a, there's a box that's checked. Second is when I get through filling out everything online for him, I say to him, okay, where would you like me to, to email the label? I don't, I, well, I know I don't sound like Biden, but um, I don't have an email. You, you don't have an email. Well, how do you want me to get the label to you? Well, can you fax it to me? 40 years ago? Yeah. 40 years ago, I could have faxed it to you. What, what the hell are you talking about? Fax it? Who the hell faxes anymore? I didn't say any of that. I said, all right. What's your fax number? And and he has to go get the fax number. And also, that that's a check on the box. Uh, the final check on the box, and this one drives me nuts. I don't know if you've ever talked to anybody on the phone who does this, but... He was whistling in between everything he said. Yeah, I want to ship something. So the entire time that I'm working on the shipment, trying to create a label, figure out what it costs, and send it to this numbnuts, he's whistling. He's whistling. You don't whistle on the phone. No one ever whistles. You don't whistle on the phone. 
And you know why he whistled on the phone? Because he can't stand to be alone with his thoughts. He can't stand the idea of a moment of silence and introspection and a moment of critical thought to turn inward and say to himself, well, maybe I shouldn't have got that shot since it's filled with a graphene oxide. But no, none of that occurred. He just continued to whistle. It's a mindless... So eventually I, I, I faxed it to him. I don't have a fax machine, but they have a cool little feature called eFax. It's a way of connecting to people from 40 years ago. So I sent him his stuff. And that was just one phone call. Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to my vacation. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I like that. This show's really good. Look at this. Morning Star's Tale. I like that. There's a book about me, Lucifer. Well, in The Devil's Advocate, I played Lucifer. I read it over the weekend. It's a, it's a rip-roaring tale about the devil telling you that the earth is flat. Whoa, this water bottle's half empty. Ah, even Al Pacino got to take a drink. Buy Morningstar's Tale at the website. I read this right here. Morningstarstale.com. What's C-O-M? Come? Okay. Morningstarstale.com. Story about the devil saying the earth is flat. It is flat. Like a pancake. Buy the book. Or don't. I don't care. Coming up in the second half of the show, my man, J.D. Farrarg. I alluded to um, the whole deal with who, WHO, the 56-page World Health Organization document, ninth meeting of the working group on strengthening WHO preparedness in response to health emergencies. He's going to break it down and illustrate how this is the end. I tend to agree with him. We got a window. That window is getting ready to close again. The World Health Organization is meeting now, and they are going to dictate to every country in the world what to do and when to do it concerning any pandemic. Nice knowing you. The perfect storm. Remember when I told you about the false flag operation? Remember when I told you about 5G radiation? Remember that I told you that COVID was a hoax? Well, I just want to say that I told you so. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket. 
not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee by going to rbnhemppaste.com and ordering a trial pack of Happy Packets for $5 with free shipping. That's rbnhemppaste.com. charge admission to you if you were to hang out with me all day i'm walking around the house doing that voice with stormy oh you want to go for a walk all right where's the leash where's the dog where's the door can't get out without the door hey you know this guy yuvel noah harari (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you about this guy. He is the lead advisor for Klaus Schwab, 
and the author of COVID-19, The Great Reset, and founder of the World Economic Forum. He's a transhumanist. Let's listen to his Christian values. Go ahead, Mike. Again, I think that the biggest question, in, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades, will be what to do with all these useless people. The problem is more uh, boredom, and how, what to do with them, and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless, worthless. My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games as a solution for more. It's already happening. Uh, in, 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 under different titles, different headings, you see more and more people spending more and more time or uh, uh, solving their inner problems with uh, uh, drugs and computer games, both legal drugs and illegal drugs. If you look at Japan today, and Japan is maybe 20 years ahead of the world in, in everything, and you see all these new social phenomenon of, of people having relationships with virtual, uh, virtual spouses, and you have people who never leave the house and, and just live through computers. I think once you're superfluous, you don't have power. Uh, again, we are used to the age of the masses of the 19th and 20th century, where you, all, where you, where you saw all these successful, uh, massive uprisings, revolutions, revolts. So we, we, got, we are used to thinking about the masses as powerful. But this is basically a 19th century, a 20th century phenomenon. I don't think that the masses, even if they, they somehow organize themselves, uh, stand much of a chance. We are not in, in, in Russia of 1917 or in, uh, uh, or in 19th century Europe. What we are talking about now is like a second industrial revolution, but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves. We are basically learning to produce bodies and minds. Bodies and minds are going to be, the, I think, the two main products of the next wave of all these uh, uh, changes. That is, 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 is optional. Again, and if you think about it from the viewpoint of the poor, it looks terrible because throughout history, death was the great equalizer. The big consolation of the poor throughout history was that, okay, these rich people, they have it good, but they're going to die just like me. But think about a world, say, in 50 years, 100 years, where the poor people continue to die, but the rich people, in addition to all the other things they get, they also get an exemption from death. Once you really solve a problem like direct brain-computer interface, when brains and computers can interact directly, uh, for example, to take just one example, that's it. That's the end of history, that's the end of biology as we know it. Nobody has a clue once, what, what will happen once you once you solve this. Uh, if life can basically break out of the organic realm into the vastness of the inorganic realm, and you cannot even begin to imagine what the consequences will be, because your, our imagination at present is organic. So it's, um, if there is a point of singularity, as it's often referred to, by definition, we have no way of even starting to imagine what's happening beyond that. Um, looking before the point of singularity, just as the trend is, is gathering pace, 
Because the new attitude, I think, is to treat old age and death as technical problems, no different in essence than any other uh, uh, disease. It's like cancer, it's like Alzheimer's, it's like tuberculosis. Maybe we still don't know all the mechanisms and all the remedies, but in principle, people always die for one reason and one reason only, and then these are technical reasons, not metaphysical reasons. People today actually manage to live, and many people, as isolated, alienated individuals in the most advanced societies, many people live as alienated individuals with no community to speak about, with a very small family. It's no longer the big uh, uh, extended family. It's now a very small family, maybe just, maybe just a spouse, maybe one or two children, and even they, they might live in a different city, in a different country, and you see them maybe once in every few months, and that's it. After millions of years of, 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 of uh, evolution, suddenly, within 200 years, the family and the intimate community break, they, they collapse. Most of the roles are filled by the family and by the intimate community. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. You know that nothing beats a storable food stockpile for readiness. But there are two problems with storable food. It's expensive, and eventually, it runs out. Then what? What happens to you or your family when there's not enough food to go around? In a true survival scenario, you need a renewable food source. That's why Seed Armory has developed a survival-grade seed vault that can produce over $25,000 worth of crops from just one kit. Unlike other seed vaults, we don't inflate our seed counts with fillers. All our seeds are 100% heirloom and non-GMO. 
not a green thumb? Don't worry. We've written an easy-to-follow guide to guarantee your success from planting to harvest. For a limited time, we're offering an additional 10% off your order when you enter the code RBN at checkout. Go to SeedArmory.com. That's SeedArmory.com. Don't wait. Like everything else, seeds are in short supply. tuning in thank you for being a part of the show weirdo i am the king of weirdos welcome to my kingdom outcasts jd frog is probably one of the few pastors i'll even listen to he does a bible prophecy segment every sunday from hawaii and during his most recent prophecy update from yesterday he touched on the world health organization and this 56-page document, which is being implemented and probably will become the rule of the world. Don't worry about OSHA. The WHO, World Health Organization, could be on the cusp of making health care decisions for the entire world, circumventing the sovereignty of all nations on the flat plane. Let's give it a listen. This is J.D. Farrar already what follows comes from a 56 page world health organization also known as who downloadable pdf file we have the link to it on the site website with the heading ninth meeting of the working group on strengthening who preparedness and response to health emergencies from what I understand this is a draft proposal being referred to as a quote pandemic treaty pandemic treaty before the who health assembly held in Geneva, Switzerland, and it actually was scheduled to start today, May 22nd, and it will go through this Saturday, May 28th. If approved, it's believed that a total of 194 member states, countries, would cede their national sovereignty to the World Health Organization, seemingly with a stroke of the pen. Now, I did this. You can do this too. There is some debate about the actual number of nations on earth. 
Some say there are 194. So this would be all the nations on earth. And actually, technically that's correct. However, there are those that say, well, there's actually 197. And here's how they get there. And I only say this parenthetically. Uh, if you recognize Palestine as a country or a state, that would add to that number. And by the way, don't do that. Because <laughs> that's not Palestine, that's Israel. And there's no such thing as a Palestinian, by the way. And the reason why it was called Palestine is because Rome, when they conquered Jerusalem, and scattered the Jews. They named it after the arch enemy of the Jews. Who were the arch enemies of the Jews? The Philistines. So Philistia is a transliteration of Philistine, hence Palestine. That's why it's referred to as Palestine. It's not Palestine. Okay, I feel better now that I got that off my chest. Grew up all my life being told I was Palestinian on my mom's side. And then I get saved and I realize, oh, no I'm not. Who am I? <laughs> I'm a Christian, that's what I am. So, it should be noted that there are technically 194 nations on earth as recognized by the United Nations and of course the World Health Organization. Now we provided a link also to the WHO website that lists all of these nations in alphabetical order and I want to just read you some that are on that list. Australia, Canada, China, China, Egypt, France, Germany, India, Israel, Japan, Mexico, Russia, South Africa, Turkey, Ukraine, United Arab Emirates, Iran, Republic of Korea, and last but certainly not least, the United States of America, just to mention a few. The point being, all the nations on earth. World health. All the nations on earth, world health. Now hang on to that. This is from page 3, paragraph C, quoting, Within the systems and tools category, consistent priority themes include integration of core capacities for emergency preparedness and surveillance, strengthening capacity and systems to automatically share real-time emergency information, including, get this, 
genomic sequencing. That's going to come up again. In other words, real-time data that is automatically shared and collected. As it's collected, it's shared automatically, digitally. As part of a, and you'll see this throughout the document, very key, One Health. And by the way, the document is capitalized, One Health. Hmm. One Health approach. Standardizing forms for information sharing, and this is important, verification of events. Now we've talked about this in the context of blockchain technology, which in its simplest form can be understood as a verification system. So a transaction, or let's use their word, an event, digital event, when verified, then it is added as a block to the chain. But it has to be verified. That's blockchain technology in its very simplest form in terms of understanding. As well as, still quoting, incentive for sharing information of international concern, for instance, indiscriminate travel restrictions, misinformation, and or stigmatization. Hang on to that. We'll come back to that in a moment. This is page 6, paragraph H. Implementation of, here it is again, a One Health approach related to prevention and surveillance. Oh, preventing an outbreak slash pandemic slash spread? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. You probably, doubtless, have already heard the latest. <laughs> Did you hear the latest? It's always a good way to start and get someone's attention. No, what? <laughs> Monkeypox. Oh. Huh. This is from page 12, paragraph 34. It gets worse. Rapid and broad sharing of pathogens for effective surveillance and the timely development of medical response products such as diagnostic, therapeutic, and vaccines. By the way, I did a search. You can do that in a PDF file. And I just searched the word vaccine. It's there 33 times in a 56-page document. Still quoting. Listen to this. It noted the WHO biohub system. <laughs> Biohub system? Hmm. That is currently in pilot phase and requested the need for member states consultation on the co-creation of such a system. Like 
the beast system? Yeah. In particular, its relationship to the existing surveillance instruments and initiatives underway at national and regional levels around the world. Now here, the two highlighted boxes on page 36 say the following, and I quote, Who should develop a mechanism for states, parties to, here it is again, automatically share real-time emergency information, including genomic sequencing needed by WHO for risk assessment that builds on relevant regional and global digital systems. That's it. Global digital systems. Biohub. Still quoting, who should develop options to strengthen and where appropriate build global genomic sequencing infrastructure to maximize this critical technology as a component of future pandemic preparedness and response. Let me summarize. This is a voluminous document as it relates to the power the World Health Organization will have. Number one, authority to institute lockdowns. Ask Shanghai, China. Number two, authority to restrict travel. Number three, authority to enforce mandatory quarantine. Number four, authority to implement vaccine passports. Number five, authority to surveil, track, and trace. Number six, authority to mandate, mandate testing and vaccination. Number seven, authority to conduct and share genomic sequencing. And number eight, lastly, and this is not exhaustive, authority to censor what they deem as misinformation. And they say also stigmatization. Sounds pretty arbitrary to me. Would you be shocked to know that they're already basically doing this? It's almost like a ratification, a formalizing of that which they're already heretofore doing. Well, please know that this is only a small sampling of all that's in this draft proposal. And suffice it to say, it reads like the book of Revelation. And I, maybe I could even take it a step further and suggest that it reads verbatim like the book of Revelation, down to the gnat's eyebrow. And yes, gnats have eyebrows. <laughs> 
That's how specific it is. You could, in effect, take this document and cross-reference it with specific prophecies and passages in the book of Revelation. And I'll add Daniel to that as well. That's how specific it is. Example, only one. And you know it well. Revelation chapter 13 describes with specificity a digital system that has to be in place, like a biohub, global, world, health, digital system of verification, because how else are they going to know whether or not one has received the mark or not? Because the specificity of the prophecy is such that you cannot buy or sell unless you have the mark. Well, how are they going to know whether or not you have the mark? Oh, a bio hub digital verification system that verifies your credentials. Uh, let me let me ruin your day even more. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this. In fact, I was talking with my son about this. Very interesting. You know how it is that if you um, post something uh, that doesn't go along with the narrative, that you'll get your account suspended, well, they'll have that control with this technology that's already in place. So instead of having your Twitter, you'll, you'll long for the days that you got your Twitter account suspended. Because in the seven-year tribulation, the technology will be such that they'll suspend your bank account, because you're unverified. We need verification, authentication. Is that right? Oh, authentication, I'm sorry. We, we need that verification in order for you to transact. So you go to, okay, well, I'll just go online and buy it then. Okay. Try logging in. Oh, I forgot my password. Okay, send me a new password. <laughs> you enter email address. Why are you looking at me like that? How many times have you done that? I, I do it all. I, what was my password again? Oh, you don't have to worry about that anymore, because we'll just scan it. That's your credentials to log in. But it doesn't matter even if you remember your password, because you're not verified and you have no access. You can't buy online even. You've been suspended until you can prove and authenticate and verify your status. Does this seem too far-fetched? We've already tasted from this cup, haven't we? And yeah, I know. I, I did it myself this last week. It's been so nice. So It's been a breath of fresh air, pun intended, 
to not have to wear a mask going to the bank or the store. And I have to confess, I'll just be very candid with you, that I actually said to myself, which is why I titled the update this, I, I said to myself, man, I could, I could get used to this. This is nice. This is, <laughs> I'm getting, I could get comfortable with this. It was like the Holy Spirit going, don't get too comfortable. Then of course my wife doesn't help when she starts sending me stuff about how they're saying they're going to impose <laughs> here. So like I said, I'm just going to ruin your day more, but hold on loosely to that breath of fresh air. Don't get too comfortable. And dare I say that that's a good thing. I'll just go back to how we began and we'll bring it to an end the way we began. This is the purpose of Bible prophecy. It's to get us to detach ourselves, disconnect ourselves, disenfranchise ourselves from this dying world, not our home. We've long overstayed our welcome in this world, not our home. I mean, all of the prophecies, it should have the effect of, I mean, even if we're holding on to the world like this, it's like these prophecies should have the effect of prying our fingers off of that which we hold on so tightly to. You know how it is when you're not going to be someplace very long, you don't make yourself too comfortable? Now when you come here, we'll say something to you like, hey, make yourself at home, make yourself comfortable, glad you're here. But don't make yourself too comfortable, because we're not going to be here very long. Uh, we're just renting. I mean, you're not going to do home improvements on a home that you're renting, right? I, that wasn't in my notes, as you could probably tell, but for lack of a better illustration. I, this is, I don't own this. I'm not going to be here very long. <laughs> I don't have ownership of this citizenship <laughs> here in this, so why would I invest in it? I'm not going to be here to enjoy it. So have a light touch, and don't get too comfortable. Wait a minute, Paz, what about <laughs> the Christian who is walking with the Lord, and in love with the Lord, and on fire for the Lord, and like the Apostle Paul, nothing moves me. I mean, I'm comfortable in the sanctified sense, regardless of what's happening in the world, because I'm secure in Christ. Praise the Lord. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that we all have this proclivity, for lack of a better word, to uh, get too settled in. And this is a good thing. Because we need those reminders, and again, Scripture is replete 
with passage after passage saying, you're just passing through. You're, you're pilgrims. You're, I hate to use the word aliens, because it's like, no, seriously, I, I just thought of this. When we first immigrated to America, I was nine months old, and I had an alien card. I'm not an alien, but I was an alien, alien foreign, a foreigner. I'm, I'm a foreigner. <laughs> I'm an alien. I, I'm just passing through. I'm not going to be here very long. So why are you digging your roots down so deep? Why are you holding on so tight? Don't you see what's happening? And what's coming? Again, I don't want to be sensational, but if this happens, and I have no reason to believe that it won't, given what I've read and seen and researched, <laughs> I mean, to say it's a game changer is almost an understatement. Because it's like with the stroke of a pen, I'll use a more modern metaphor, the click of a mouse, if you prefer, all of the nations on earth are going to cede their sovereignty to the World Health Organization. And the World Health Organization, with all the nations on earth, now is in control. And I mean, they can do anything they want, anytime they want. And it's not good, but it is good for us because it's a reminder. Oh yeah. Actually, <laughs> bring it on. Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.